0: Welcome, you're listening to The Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us, taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. We'd love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform get that automatically downloaded every wednesday morning also share this with a friend on facebook youtube and instagram and rate and review on apple podcast you won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you visit leadinghope.online to get updates and find out more about the leading hope community kevin we are one past one 150 episodes today is episode 151 you've titled this stop making it better i don't know where we're going here. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited <laughs> stop making, stop it, making better. it better like you literally just a few weeks ago said Talked entire entire no an entire congregation <laughs> at highland park church you told them you sat up there and you said my job is to make it better than I found it. (laughs) Leave it. Leave it better. Except (laughs) now.
1: (laughs) Except in this episode. It may sound ridiculous. Yeah. I'm excited. But I really am serious. Okay. I uh, can't wait to hear this one. So here is the... I want to get into the... like. uh, What I want to address today is the completely uh, unstrategic impulse from people to just run in every direction and try to improve everything. Yeah, Like, no focus... No strategy, no sense of different like leverage, how different things are connected. just for everything, they just want to make it, let's just make it better. Yeah. And my my encouragement to you today is if that's you, stop making it better. So uh, two examples from the world of exercise first is uh, one, I want to acknowledge that like if you only... I'm laughing because I'm saying it like it's a hypothetical example. Yeah. But I actually know someone who does this. Okay. Oh. So I was framing it hypothetically, but I'm like, no, but they do this. Uh, I have a buddy who, uh, when he works out, he only lifts his arms. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Every day's arm day. Yeah. Yeah. Seven days a week. Seven. All the days. <laughs> He's got
0: some giant arms. He probably goes to Big Arm Church. <laughs> there you go.
1: It's just. <laughs> it, like we acknowledge, we go. That's not. That's not. That's not like aesthetically pleasing even. Yeah. Nor is it <laughs> beneficial. Nor is it healthy. Yeah. Like your risk of injury is monumental, and it also looks a tad silly to have every day <laughs> be arm day, right? So you go like, what do we need to do about these arms? <laughs> he go, make them bigger, make them better. You're like, no. Maybe we don't need to do that. I also I had a had a friend in college that he quit. He's a oh college a little beyond college, uh, but he was like a really big gu- guy, like really strong. I don't mean like he's huge, but like really strong guy. Okay, and uh, and he quit squatting. Oh. He's like I don't squat anymore. I was like, well, why don't you squat? Because he's like really smart in terms of health stuff as a whole. He wasn't lazy. And he'd go, uh, if, I, if I keep squatting, I'll have to buy bigger pants. <laughs> I was just like, what? He uh. goes, yeah, I don't want to buy more pants. If I, if I keep squatting, my thighs are going to get bigger. I'm not going to fit into the pants that I have. So I'm just going to stop now. It's a true I'll statement. Do, I'll do what I can to maintain, but I'm just going to keep it right here. Those are two like hilarious examples. One was the person was aware. The other one, the person wasn't aware at all. Yeah. To say like, hey, maybe getting bigger, maybe when you're only training arms, maybe bigger arms isn't the thing you're looking for. Gotcha. When you, when you already have like well-developed legs to go like, I, I don't want to buy new pants. I am perfectly good with the with this position that I'm in. Content. So here's my idea is that some things should be left as they are because if they improve it will cause problems or injury some things not not everything in your organization needs to be better not everything needs to be bigger okay if they have if they get bigger then it will create more problems I have a friend who's a pastor who, uh, their church before he got there, uh, was running a Saturday night service and they did not, I just want to say they did not need it. Okay. Their capacity on Sunday was nowhere near what their room held, but they had a Saturday night service, Er, sorry, they had a Thursday night service. And so they came in and, um, and, he started doing stuff. He's like, well, we have to create these, like, special things to get people to attend. So they started doing, like, fun nights, had a snow cone guy come out, kind of like those theme nights to drive attendance. Yeah. A year later, I asked him how it was going, and he goes, it's terrible. I was like, what do you mean it's terrible? He goes, well, now it's like 300 people are coming, and I can't kill it. <laughs> and I was just like, what? Yeah. He goes, well, yeah, like, when I got here, there weren't that many people coming, and so, uh, so we th- figured out how we could get more people to come. And then we realized that we didn't actually want to th- have a Thursday night service. But now it's too big to kill. <laughs> <laughs> so can we acknowledge like yeah. the ridiculousness of that? Of yeah. like, you created your own problem by making it better. It would have been easier to kill when it was 50 people. It would have been easier just to go, we're no longer going to do this service. It's poorly attended. We're done with it. But because you made it better, you have now created more problems for yourself. And so here's my note is that the unfocused leader sees every improvement as a step forward. The focused leader takes strategic steps forward in quality only in areas they want to build upon. If you're driving, I'm gonna say that again, this is in our notes, but the unfocused leader sees every improvement as a step forward. The focused leader takes strategic steps forward in quality only in areas that they want to build upon. If I give some example, when I first got to a Highland Park, people had all these ideas. What if we did this on the bulletin? What if we did this on groups? What if we did this here? What if we did this on the website? And people had all these different ideas. And I, I told so many people, I said, do nothing. Do nothing. You can elevate first-time guests, baptism, in serving yeah elevate those improve those in quality but the problem is is i don't know what we want to do with the rest of these and so if you make it better you reduce my flexibility to make future changes and if some of these things need to go away you make it even harder to get rid of them if you make them better now and so it, it was just the sense to say like if you improve the quality on this it may actually work against our strategic objectives at the end of the day Uh, Years ago, church plant time, uh, when I was the pastor of Crosspoint and we bought a building, we made the very intentional decision to not put air conditioning in our lobby. Now, for one, it was an expense, like it was a significant expense, but we went through all this and we said for most people, they would say, yes, AC would be more important than different speakers. Air conditioning in the lobby would be much better than having these nicer chairs. And we said, no, the reality is this is we didn't want people lingering forever in the lobby because we didn't have that much space in the lobby. Yeah. And if we create an environment in which people want to linger, it actually works against our objectives of moving people, moving the first service crowd out and moving the second service crowd in. Now, I don't know many people who would go, no, we're better off without air conditioning but we were right. Cause we understood what our objectives are. So let me give you a couple quick examples and then we will see how you want to break this down. Um, Don't improve your lobby space. If you don't want people to linger. Yeah. Like don't put a bunch of furniture, a bunch of nice stuff in your lobby space. If your goal is to move one crowd out so you can move another crowd in don't improve your work working space. When I say working environment, I don't mean culture. I mean like, physical don't improve your physical working space if you want your team out meeting people yeah like if you go we want our team out making connections developing people don't create this beautiful office space in which people just want to hang out each other because they'll just go well let's just hang out in the office do you want people in the office oh wow if you do improve it wow if you don't don't improve it got some changes to make (laughs) I hope this makes sense. You could have dirt uh, floors. Don't put TVs in all of your kids' rooms if you don't want them hanging out in their rooms. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, they're just always in their room. Would you want them in their room? No. <laughs> it seems so obvious. It seems so obvious, but there no, is just this sense that hey, anything that anything that's an improvement in quality is a step forward. And if it doesn't fit the direction you want to go your improvement in quality in one area may actually be a step backward as a whole yeah and so to look at it strategically and to say some things must be better some things must be much better other things need to be stalled exactly where they are and to say this is as good as it's going to get for now by based upon strategy yeah. not because of apathy yeah Yep. The uh
0: the the other part of that that's funny for me is uh well, it's not funny. The fact <laughs> of the matter is is that you said something very key here is that based on where you want to go. Yes. If you don't know where you're going, you will continue to try to improve everything. Yep. That's what you do. Yep. Because you don't know why the improvement is actually meeting the goal. Yep. So it's really good. A step before stop making it better is know why you're making anything better to begin with.
1: Yeah. What's the purpose of the, of the improvement? If I give another example, yeah. uh, at, at Be Hope, our gym floor at the time was awful. Yep. It was it was terrible. Yeah. And I'm not saying I didn't want it better. I did. Yeah. But at the time, now they've since improved it. In the timeline that was appropriate. So right. I want to be clear on that. Like they improved it when it should have been improved. Right. But five years ago was not the time to improve it. Right. And based upon when you're listening to this podcast, whatever, uh, 2017 yeah. was not the time to improvement. There were other things. And we'd have some people, they'd be like some, some pastors would check out facilities and come in and just be like, oh my gosh, your gym floor is awful. Uh, yeah. It's so embarrassing embarrassing yeah they're <laughs> like well our gym floor is this and it's way better I'm like if you can show me strategically how we can lead one more people to one more person to jesus by our gym floor i'm in yeah but as of right now it does not fit our strategy yeah it does not fit what we're so why would i improve what does not fit what we're focused on yeah yep uh the
0: the things that um you 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 have other things that cuz i think you gave the air conditioning in the lobby which really makes sense to me thinking about it i think a lot of churches uh, i mean in general they have lobby space in churches is just a is a it's a funny topic, yeah. In general, but like most of it, most churches, not all churches, most churches have a problem of getting people into their sanctuary. You cut to AC this weekend. See how fast they get in there. I mean, I know that's hilariously yep. said, but like that makes sense, right? Yep. What are some other things that you think that if it gets better, it creates problems that you may have not listed here that people may not be aware of as they're creating opportunities for their own in-
1: industry? I want our staff. To be tight with their team and to trust everyone who's on staff. But I do not want our staff to be tight with everyone who's on staff. Because if they are, that will require a great amount of time. And we will then spend all of our time as a staff focused on developing relationships with each other instead of the church and the community as a whole. That's good. And so we go like, sometimes people have ideas. What if we did this as a team? What if we did this as a team to help everyone connect? And I don't want us that connected as a whole, which may sound like really callous. Yeah. But the reality is we all only have so much time for relationships. And so certain relationships need a significant amount of our time. And if we... uh This sounds like such an engineer thing on something that is organic and relational, so I somewhat apologize for this. But if we misdeploy our time on the relationships that we shouldn't be investing in as much, there isn't time left over for the relationships that we need to be investing. Yeah, I mean, it makes complete sense. So what do we... Uh, because most
0: most cultures will demand that there is some type of a connection between, and there has to there is there has to there be has some to connection. Be, there has to be some specific connections with the people that you work closely with. Yes, but. Type- we- With your team. But but you got a team of 30, 40, 50 people. You can't have that type of connection. If I I deploy all my time in making those relationships better, that's what we're talking about here, is what to stop making better. Then I can't grow anything. Absolutely. I've only grown our relationship.
1: Today, you're going to lunch with two people who are on your team. That's great. Yeah. If I asked you your schedule for the week and every day you were getting lunch with a different staff member. Yeah. I would be frustrated. Yeah.
0: And, but after, after the lunch today, then there's another, there's a meeting with someone who's not part
1: or who's part of our church, but not our team. But I, I say that as like, we assume that every step in, every step in improvement is an improvement. Yeah. And it's not if it doesn't fit the priorities and where you need to head.
0: Yeah, to. I want to stick on the subject, though, about the relationships just for a little bit more. because Go. I think it's important. How do we how do we help teams see that important point that 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 actually making your relationship spending time there is actually going to not serve you well in the future? Because I, I think no a idea. lot of people.
1: Or struggle listen with to that. episode one five one of the Leading <laughs> Hope podcast. Maybe, maybe that as a starting point. I don't. There you go. We'll just put it in the in so, the show notes. So just how can I listen to this? If I talked about yeah. it relationally, like, um, like I need to give, say, like, um, I I don't have as strong of relationships with extended family. Right. Um, I have relationships. Yeah. I don't have like super super tight texting each other frequently stuff like that um from areas that i've left there's a couple people who i'm still in frequent contact with but not anywhere near the number of that makes it sound like i was like really popular not anywhere near the number (laughs) of friends i have i I say it as like hey we realize this as you move from one season to the next the relationships change yeah deliberately yeah i don't feel guilty about that right because i understand that i need to fully invest in where i am right now and if i'm spending all my time trying to maintain all the past relationships i can't do what i need to do now yeah and so it is to like partially in this i want to i want to relieve us of that sense of guilt of oh this should be better and this should be better no you have limited time energy and resources yeah be deliberate understand everything can't be a hundred all at once yeah be deliberate about where you're investing those in what matters for for the business leader
0: in their community uh that's listening um specifically is there something that you could help them with an exercise or something that they could employ to like run through maybe yeah. everything like is there a a s- kind of system that we could help them with to say hey if, if you think you're trying to improve everything, actually what you need to do is this. You need to look at it, categorize, take inventory. Yeah. Because like, I Let think that would help like a this. step forward for them to stop making. Because everybody who is, is, is inspired to be a great leader wants to make everything better. I, that's the purpose of this podcast.
1: Yep. How do we help them stop doing that and do it where it needs them? Uh, I've heard the phrase like this. Uh, some things that you hold are rubber. Other things are glass. Okay. Some things will bounce and they'll be fine. Other things, they'll shatter. Yeah. Your top priorities are glass. They, there's a better way of phrasing that to acknowledge what is moving forward. Yeah. But could I could I just say it like this? Um, you cannot be uh, super healthy, super well-read, crushing it in business, crushing it with your family, and have a fantastic golf game. <laughs> <laughs> One of those... <laughs> Are gonna suffer. Yeah, yeah. You pick. You pick. That's fine. Yeah. Like you choose. You you say on that. Like you can't be up to date on every TV series there is and have read all the important books. Pick. Yeah. Which one do you want to be better at? Yeah. And I think the same is true organizationally. That's good. Is we just people just come up with ideas and they go, oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do that. Oh, we can make this better. And I don't think anyone really ever stops and go, do we want this to be better? are we any further ahead if this is better? Cause not everything actually needs to be improved. Some things are fine how they are. Yeah,
0: and I think I think the challenge uh, to this, which is I, I, I really love this, this concept because it, it hits me personally. I think we all, especially when we come into new environments, new places, we wanna make everything better at the same time. And it's not anywhere close to achievable. It's not possible. And it's yeah. not actually going to actually benefit you in the long run. And so I have to actually choose yeah. based on, and that's why I said based on where the actual organization is going on what actually needs to make, if be. If
1: I better. could share it like this in terms of like, let's apply the same idea into like information communication. Like if you came to me and you said, Hey, I have a way for people to be aware of everything that is going on in our church. I will say, take that and burn it. <laughs> And never bring it back again. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want everyone involved in everything. Yeah. I want everyone involved in a few key things that are incredibly important. Yeah. And we think like, oh, the goal of communication is that everyone is fully aware of everything that's happening. Not if you don't want to lead everyone to well, everything. Right. Yeah. And they and the point of that is, is why don't you want everybody?
0: Because they don't understand the complexities of what actually it takes to do the thing. And so we yeah. actually, and that's a whole nother podcast. Wrap this one up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wrap this one up. I have nothing more that I want to say other than like, if that, you are being completely unstrategic and unfocused in what you're doing, stop making it better. There you go. <laughs> Figure out what matters first and then make that better.
0: There we go, 151, one. stop making it better. Thank you for joining us. And taking time out of your day to be with us. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed to Mean the World to Us. If you did that now, also post about it, rate and review or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life or business or your teams. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us. We would love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it Count. Woo!